Thank you. Well, good morning. It's just wonderful to uh, be here and to celebrate an amazing journey. And we just thank God for his goodness and kindness to us over these 35 years. I was in St. George's Hall in Bradford the morning that two congregations were released out of the what was then Church House Fellowship. There was Airedale that went up into Keithley, and uh, Jeff and Ashita are the leaders of Airedale, and it was leads that went out at that time with Dick and Di Sims, and of course Mark and Kathy are now the leaders. So although I stayed in Bradford, I was actually there when the churches were released, and can't believe that's 35 years ago. Um, today we are honoring the goodness of God, honoring those that have labored before us, because if it were not for them, we wouldn't be able to be enjoying and doing what we are doing. And in just discussing with Mark, he just said, I would love for you to speak on honor. So I just want you to turn with me in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 5, please. And we'll just take a glimpse at what heaven looks like. This is John's revelation of who Jesus is and where he is. Revelation chapter 5 and verse 11. John says, Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, and the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was myriads of myriads, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And every created thing which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and on the sea and all things in them, I heard saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. And the four living creatures kept saying, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. Out of all these things that are taking place in the heavenly realms, one of the key features of the things that's going on is honor. And so people around the throne, myriads and myriads and thousands of thousands, there's angels there, there's these living creatures there, there's elders there, there's the multitude of the redeemed, and they're giving honor to the one who sits upon the throne, Jesus Christ himself. Because it is through him that all things were created. Nothing exists without his creative ability. Everything is dependent upon him. Angels are dependent for their creation because he created them. The living creatures around the throne are dependent on him because he created. And the redeemed are there and they are doubly dependent because not only were they created, but they were recreated by his death and life and resurrection. And so, one of the times when I had the privilege of the Lord taking me into the heavenly realms in a vision... I realized that this place was filled with honor because the redeemed were so honored to gaze upon the beauty of the one who gave their life for them. They were so in awe 
of being in the presence of the one who bore away their sin, that they could now be the holy ones that could stand in his presence without any wrath or condemnation. And honor fills the atmosphere and the environment of a heaven. Jesus said, when you pray, pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's intention is that the culture of the heavenly realm becomes the culture of the earthly realm. And the community that is going to pioneer heaven's culture coming to earth are the redeemed of the Lord, the church of Jesus Christ that has been born from above and has been captivated by heaven's culture and now brokers heaven's culture into the world. And honor is a vital part of heaven is to be a vital part of our own life. And so we understand what honor is because Jesus came to us right where we were. He didn't expect me to change because I didn't have the capacity to change. He didn't expect me to pick myself up by my bootlaces because I don't have the ability to do that. I needed a savior. And he came to where I was, as I was, and he served me by humbling himself to come to me and honoring me with his presence. What he did to me, he's done to you if you're born again. He came to you where you were in all of your condition. He didn't expect you to clean yourself up because we didn't have the capacity to do that. He came to cleanse us and wash us and redeem us and bring us to himself. And so we are those who are the redeemed of the Lord, who have experienced his honor. We have received honor. We know what it's like. And therefore, in turn, we're able to give honor because we've received it. You can only ever give what you've received. I received as a free gift honor from the most honorable person I have ever met. And because he now lives in us and inhabits us, he wants to live his life of honor through us. And God wants the church to break the false mindset that I honor somebody because they deserve honor. I honor somebody because I am honorable. I honor somebody because I've received honor. And what I've received, I can give. Jesus honored me when I was worthy of no honor at all. Jesus honored me when I was a rebel and I was an enemy and I was hostile to him and he came and honored me. Church of Jesus Christ, let's break this false premise that I only honor somebody who deserves honor. I want to honor all because I am honorable. 
And so honor is to be a characteristic of the church of Jesus Christ. We give what we've received. Very practically, it says in Ephesians chapter 6, that the first commandment with promise is, honor your mother and father. And there's two things that flow from that. One, that it may go well with you. And two, that you might have long life. And so we see from the scripture that honor not only benefits the person that we give honor to, honor benefits us. Honor releases blessing and life. Not only to the people that we give honor to, but also in our own hearts and lives. And as a scriptural principle, we are without doubt to honor those people that are sources in our lives. I wouldn't be here if it were not for my mum and dad. They gave me life. They're now in glory with the Lord. But I wanted, while they were alive, to honor them. Because without them, I wouldn't be here. Were they perfect? No. Did they make mistakes? Yes. But we don't honor people because they're perfect. We honor people because they are deserving of honor because they are our source. In the same way we to honor the Lord, he is our source in everything. Proverbs 3 says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of what God gives you. Then your barns will be filled and your vats will overflow with new wine. This is, again, an, an overflow of life and blessing that comes, that if we honor the Lord, then his blessing pours into us, his life overflows us. And so what we have tasted of him in heaven's realm, we then learn to express to others. And today I want to stand here to say we honor those that have been in leadership in this church community down through the years. And so I honor Dick and I Sims. I honor the fact that they heard the Lord and they wanted to see established in Leeds a community that were filled and led by the Holy Spirit, that honored the scriptures, that sought to work out relationships with each other. And we would not be here if they hadn't played their role. And even though they're not with us physically, we say, Dick and I, we honor you for your service and your laid-down lives. And for you that don't know, they relocated in the late 80s across to York where they planted another church which still is ex in existence and is, is still running. And uh, we honor their pioneer heart, which uh, it's so, so wonderful. And uh, Dick and I led the, the, the church here with John and Kate, and John and Kate were already in leadership when Marge and I rocked up 
in the mid-80s. And uh, John and Kate were a delight to our hearts as friends, as colleagues, as fellow elders. And like Marja just said to me, they still are deep delight to our hearts. And so we had the privilege of leadership. And then after us came Don and June, precious, precious people who uh, had a mum and dad in the faith. And we deeply value them too and what they poured in. And they continued to add ingredients to the mix of what God was doing here in the city. And then after them uh, came my fellow Welshman, Glyn Daniel, and his wife, Ruth. And they were here for a length of time. They poured in their flavor. And then another fellow Welshman, uh, Gareth, and uh, his wife, Sandra, they poured their lives in here. And through their ministry as well, Mark and Kathy came into leadership. And so I know there are other leaders, but I'm just giving the highlights down through the history. And what I want to say is this. All of these deserve honor and thanks to God. And we receive them in our lives as coming from the Lord and from the throne as love gifts from him to us. So having received honor, we are now a community that gives honor. And to this East Park area, we want them to be honored now, I remember being really impacted by what Mother Teresa said when, when she started what she did in Calcutta, probably one of the poorest cities in the whole earth. And she instructed the nuns that were with her that this is how we're going to do it. In the morning, we are going to meditate on how beautiful Jesus is. And worship him and love him and honor him. And then after lunch, we're going to go out and find his fallen image in the humanity around us and love them and honor them and serve them. And this lady who was willing to lay down her life to honor the people around them where most people would have walked past them, God raised her up in honor and made her venerable right across the earth so that even the likes of Princess Di looked her out, sought her out, because this was a lady that had been shaped by honoring the Lord and wanted to honor those around. I would love for us here to be characterized as a community of honor that receive from heaven's realm and then pour out to everybody that we meet the honor with which we've been honored god bless you as you become conduits of his honor to this area and the surrounding district it's been great to hear about the the honor and the celebration for those that are no longer leading the church but uh, i want to say something about those that are if that's okay you know, I think that Kathy and Mark have worked so strongly and give themselves over the last seven years, is it? Ten years, Mark leadership. And six, seven years, 
taking the senior role. And I think it's important that we don't just honor people that are no longer here, but honor people that are there. And I think it's quite a difficult task, knowing personally, to lead a local church. And these guys have brought the church through some choppy waters. And I'm amazed that the fact that Lock, Stock and Barrel, they've moved into this area because of the vision and the heart they have for the area and for the church going forward. And uh, I, I just want to encourage us all to find ways in which more and more we can help and support what God is doing in the church here, but through these guys. They are honest people of integrity, and uh, I just want to commend them to you because I think they need to be commended. And, uh, and I just want to say that their whole family seems so committed to the work of God, their children, and uh, you are blessed to have such people leading the church, absolutely blessed. Uh, so there you go, bless you. Thank you. We're going we're gonna to give this mic to Lisa. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> we just wanted to say from behind of the church family, thank you very much for 10 years. You do a wonderful job. So there's a little card and a small gift in there just to appreciate you. And when I was praying for you about what to write, I really felt verse in Philippians about being a bright shining star because they are bright shining and they stand out in all that they do and we just want to honour them. So that's from behalf of all of you to them. Thank you, Lisa.